Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshke. We're with Don Kennedy and we are talking about the assignment of a lifetime. And so we are going to jump into uh, Luke chapter 2. And I'm a, I don't know, I just kind of like the, the uh, Christmas story read in the, uh, the old King James Version. I just think it's cool. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed and everyone into his own city. Well, you know, we, we, we a lot of times get aggravated because we have to do pay taxes. Well, that's what got them to the right place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God uses everything. He can take and turn everything around anything, for good. Doesn't no waste what it anything. Looks like. mm-hmm. yeah. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Now this was about. Um, I said now to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. You know that they uh, it's about eighty miles. She is very, very, very pregnant, uh, about to give birth, and they have to travel 80 miles on a donkey. Oh, my goodness. Bless her heart. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. In other words, uh, it was time for her to give birth uh, to the most important baby in all the world, in all of history. God would become flesh and offer up himself on the cross as a perfect sacrifice in order to deliver humanity. Now, you're talking about the assignment of a lifetime, the assignment that affected all of humanity, history, uh, eternally. Oh, my goodness. Still today. (laughs) I can't. My brain can't wrap around it. I know. Can you imagine how many souls... I can't that have accepted Christ down through the, through the ages and, uh-huh. and, and and are either are spending eternity in heaven now or will. I can't even imagine having that big of a vision mm. to see. I mean, we, we get vision to, about what we're supposed to do for our ministry and different things mm-hmm. in our lives. But it, I mean, he had vision for the, for all of humanity. Right. Yeah. That was a pretty big vision. It was a, it was a huge vision and he never, ever, uh, wavered swayed. from it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Never. He was, he was on point. He, he, he went through all the temptations without sin. Uh, he, he fulfilled every jot and tittle of the word, every single thing from Genesis to Revelation that was written about him and the prophecies and all these things he fulfilled. Uh, he, he fulfilled Everything, see, he's the fulfillment of everything that was in the temple, in the tabernacle, um, even in the pillar of cloud, you know, by day and the fire by night. Uh, all these things, you know, all, everything speaks of Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ is the center. He's the very foundation. He's the cornerstone. He's the doctrine of doctrines. He's everything in this word is about him. And what he would do, what he would accomplish. And so this is him coming, this is him being birthed into the world to complete that assignment that was, uh, was put on him from the foundation of the world. In Second Peter, it mm-hmm. talks about that. So this is the foundational 
They said before the foundation of the world, this is what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it is the cornerstone. It is everything mm-hmm. that everything else is, is built upon. And we need to remember that and not get away from it. And so she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. So, of course, a manger is a feeding place for animals, and I always like to bring this out, is that the manna, the bread from heaven, Jesus Christ is the bread of life, mm-hmm. was lying in a manger, which is for feeding. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, everything. I know, every single detail, you just can't get away from it, can no, you? You can't. you can't. If you stop and think about how many details are just in one little area of what Christ did, you can't imagine that God is going to let one detail in your life nope. go undone. He's not, not one thing. He's mm-hmm. not. No matter mm-hmm. what we face. Right. He's in the details. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, she wrapped him in a swallowing clothes and laid him in a manger, for there was no room for them in the inn. Uh, and my commentary says, the inn of Bethlehem was of ancient duration, being mentioned in Jeremiah. This type of inn was for the poorest of the poor and offered little more than a shelter of walls and roof. Now, you know how that we, t- we talked on about Mary making space and place, literally, mm-hmm. to carry, to conceive and carry the Son of God, to bring him forth into this world. He, w- he needed to get into this world in flesh. And she said yes to it. She made room for him. Mm-hmm. And we talked about in the first broadcast about our willingness and the call that we have to do this is to make room for him. You know, in the end, in the end there was no room for him. I mean, they, they, <laughs> they ended up in the uh, stable, mm-hmm. the bread of life lying in a manger that fed animals. And, but in our lives... The most royal person the we, most, ever, yeah, for, we will ever know. Exactly. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Talk about majesty Didn't and even splendor. have real blankets. Right. Strips of cloth. Right. Just strips just, of cloth. Yeah, just wrapped in a, them. Wooden, a wooden box. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yet... There was at least that space. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it's very prophetic because it was humble. It was lowly. Mm-hmm. It was humble. And Jesus Christ had humbled himself to come down from heaven. Mm-hmm. The splendor of heaven. I used to sing back when I was 12 years old. I'd sing, had it not been for a place called Calvary. You know, had it not been for the old rugged cross. You know, where would I be? Mm-hmm. And, it, and if he hadn't made that decision that, yes, I will come. Yes, I will pay the price. Yes, I will suffer the the persecution. I will suffer the beating. Uh, I will suffer the cross all for us. And he could have come, you know, uh, with 10,000 angels on either side of him. And, you know, that's not the way he came. He, he fulfilled all prophecy. And he came and he was lowly and he was meek and he was in that manger but I think about today, for you and I, Dawn, for, for those watching and listening, may we make room for him in our heart, in our mind, 
our, in our families, uh, in our bodies, present your body a living sacrifice. And we touched on that on the previous broadcast because, you know, we, we, can, we can get so busy and so caught up that, that we're not, for long, you, don't, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm not making room for him. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He'll fill up all the space that we'll give him. Mm-hmm. Right? So you will know? the enemy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And so we're talking today about the assignment of a lifetime. Of course, Jesus Christ's assignment was earth shattering, <laughs> earth changing, earth shaking, mm-hmm. and it's still shaking things up. It, it's, it was the greatest thing to ever happen to humanity. But in our lives, we have those assignments on us. And as we <clears throat> make space and place like Mary did, Mary, the, the angel told her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And you shall conceive, mm-hmm. and you shall bear a son. Mm-hmm. We are still to allow, and now understand what I'm saying, there'll never be another son of God, there'll never never be a virgin birth. Mm-hmm. Never. Okay, again, God, Jesus is it. He mm-hmm. did it. Um, but think about it like this. Allowing, giving space and place to where, where there's not a sign out that says there's no room at the end, but space and place in our lives, in our hearts, that we allow the Holy Spirit to come and brood over us, which when it says the Holy Spirit shall come upon you, it's this in connotation as in uh, Genesis chapter 1 when the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the earth. It's, it's that type of brooding, that uh, moving, brooding uh, over us. But if we allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us individually. Mm-hmm. That that thing being formed in our womb on a regular basis is Christ. Mm-hmm. That we are giving place to more and more and more and more of Him. More of His presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of His Word. Uh, more of His character. More of His nature. More of the assignment upon our life. That we will be like Mary, symbolically, mm-hmm. Bearing Christ mm-hmm. to the world, giving him away. The more we get, the more we give. Mm-hmm. The more we get, the more we give. The more place and space we make, the more we receive mm-hmm. and the more we have to give away. And I believe that that's a very, it's a prophetic thing to think about the Holy Spirit overshadowing you, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit brooding over you. Uh, and in fact, that word is actually, in, uh, it's, a, it's a word of intimacy. Mm-hmm. As in child mm-hmm. birth and, and mm-hmm. conception. But uh, having that, that intimate time with the Lord, that something is birthed, that something is, pr- mm-hmm. uh, we receive something in our womb that grows mm-hmm. and manifests in the fullness of Christ. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I think about it a lot too when, when you first start doing this, if you haven't been practicing this already, and you practicing what? Spending time, making space and time for a place and space for God. You may be the only one in your family mm-hmm. that does it mm-hmm. right now. And there are a lot of things that will still pull at you. Like, oh, don't forget, you got to go pick up such and such. You've got to do mm-hmm. this. You've got to clean. You better check your phone. What if somebody called? You know, yep, there's a lot I of things. Too. There's a lot of things to pull you away from that. Try to pull you away from that time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. But the more you make that space and place, yeah, the more you 
one, you desire it, the faster you um, realize his presence. He's always with us, but sometimes we don't realize his presence yeah. right away. You know what I mean? I have to stop and go, oh, wait, God said he never left me or forsake me if I, even if I don't feel him right this second. Mm-hmm. But if you, no matter where you are, keep doing it. Keep pressing in. Yeah. It may be a battle sometimes. It may, you may feel all those things pulling on you. Well, I really need to know you really need God mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Then everything else will fall into place when it's supposed to. Yeah. Everything else will work out. Everything else will get done. But don't, don't, uh, don't not fight for that time. Exactly. And you, you know, may be the only one that holds the line in your family. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. And you know, something that um, sounds odd, but sometimes I allow the things that I'm doing for God mm-hmm. <laughs> to get in the way of my time with God, mm-hmm. my time of just being in His presence. Right. <clears throat> uh, don't allow what you're doing for God the ministry or, or, or that to keep you from the main thing. Because your most important is your relationship with him first. Yeah, yeah. Because then you have something to give mm -hmm. out. (laughs) And I believe, okay, whenever I say, okay, I'm going to go in my little sanctuary at my home and my little office, which is my sanctuary, and I shut the doors and I'm by myself and I get before the presence of the Lord and I just lie before him. You know what? I'm not saying we go by feelings, but almost every time I feel the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. brooding Mm -hmm. over me. Mm -hmm. I feel the Holy Spirit uh, just moving. Uh, And I I just start worshiping Him, and He starts speaking to me, you know, not audibly. Well, you're familiar with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I I know that there's times that I may not have been familiar with what that felt like. Mm -hmm. And so as I practiced it, now, even if... The TV's on and other things mm-hmm. are happening in my home. I can still, in my own self, just go back into the presence of God. Yeah. And I can say, hi, Daddy. I'm mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And you just think, You know, and you can yeah. just start praying yeah. under your breath, even mm-hmm. if you have to at some place, you know. Yeah. But you can still enter His presence. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, I mean, we're talking about the manifest presence. It's right. not like He's not there. Right. But what... But being, um, you get comp- from- where you lear- learn to discern, where mm-hmm. you learn to experience, and and you you recognize, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's it's a more of a manifested presence. But he's always there because right, you're right, in Christ. Right. But that manifested presence uh, that and you and just you just recognizing make- your access yeah, to him, right? You know that he's there and he wants mm-hmm. to interact with you, and you've made that space and place for him mm-hmm. to come. And to fill you up, to brood over you, to to pour into you. And because we should be carrying something in the womb of our spirit. We should be carrying Christ. We should be carrying the assignment of heaven, the heavenly perspective, that which we were created to do. And Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. And she believed that there would be a performance of the word. And what did uh, Gabriel said, with God, nothing is impossible. Right. Mm-hmm. And so being aware, that's the better word, just becoming aware, aware. Mm-hmm. of God's presence, becoming aware of your assignment, becoming aware of what 
what you are carrying around in your spirit or even what you're, you're allowing in, a, in your even spirit. Even if you're in a wilderness time where you don't feel his presence, mm-hmm. just being aware that you can, that you're still entering it. Yeah. But it's a practice. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you have to practice. Yeah. You have to, that's what we're supposed to do is practice applying his word, practice being in his presence. We're going to do it for eternity someday. Right. But we're practicing now to learn what, to learn about him, learn who he is, learn who we are, and learn what we're to do in this yeah. world that's falling down around us. Mm-hmm. And for lack of a better word, just becoming familiar, not in a bad way, but, but well, for instance, I was in the store uh, last weekend, I guess it was, and um, I was not one part of the store. My husband was quite a ways over. And um, instead of calling me on the phone to see where I was at, because he was ready to go, he could hear me laughing. He heard my laugh. He's accustomed to my, the signature of my voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Here I look around, here he is, you know. I said, how'd you know where I was? He said, I heard you laughing. Mm-hmm. And so just that, just that familiarity mm-hmm. of being in his presence mm-hmm. and, and, and learning to hear him, learning to hear his voice, learning to see him, learning, learning his ways, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's like when you get married. I've been married 38 years. I had to learn my husband's ways and vice versa. And I'm still learning, <laughs> you know, yeah. still learning. But, but. Just allowing the Spirit of God to brood over us and to hover over us and to draw us near and to uh, keep giving us fresh vision and fresh deposits and 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 caring, being full of mm-hmm. Him and giving Him out. That's my desire. That's that's what I want. Don't say I always do it. And, and but, but we're getting but, better yeah, at yeah, it, right, by right. golly. <laughs> but, we're, but we're pressing in, yeah. you know. And uh, I think that this, you know, these two programs that we've done, Dawn, about the assignment of a lifetime, Mary's assignment, Christ's assignment, and our assignment, mm-hmm. we're to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Lay hands, hands on the sick, cast out demons, all, all those things. These signs shall follow them that believe, you know, uh, that we're talking about these assi- the, uh, the assignments and they're critical they're so important but you can't fulfill your purpose without his presence mm-hmm. you can't you will never if you don't know Christ or you know if you've gotten away from him or you're not listening you're not you're not uh, seeking his will or direction uh, you'll never ever fulfill all that that he assigned you to do according to Psalms 139 you were fearfully and wonderfully made all of your days are written in a book before there ever was one uh, you won't you, you got to you got to hear him right you got to spend time in his presence and I think that it's just there's wonderful nuggets in the whole Christmas story mm-hmm. about how the Holy Spirit hovered over her uh, over Mary her response her humility, mm-hmm. uh, her faith, mm-hmm. her willingness to, to do it at any price because she could have faced a very, she could have lost her life mm-hmm. for being pregnant without being married. Uh, she could have lost Joseph. So many things. Joseph had to say yes too. You know, he had, he had to believe God when God told him, no, this is a me in the dream. So many things, so many, so many nuggets for her to, for uh, us, right? And um, to, to follow that, and one thing that we'll jump in here before we end is that I love the shepherds, too. Mm-hmm. Luke 2, 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, 
They were around the area of Bethlehem. Now, shepherds were considered the lowest caste in society. They were considered very lowly. And they were keeping watch over their flock by night. You know, just, I love that. What Jesus, Jesus was the shepherd, the good shepherd. Mm-hmm. And here he's appearing. Oh, my gosh, this is making me just tear up. Thinking, <laughs> he's appearing to the shepherds that nobody would have ever thought. That's who he came to. Telling them they're they're just as important. Right. They have as much they were going to have importance the, in the yeah, kingdom as, right. as he does. Um. So and then lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them. So the Lord came. The angel of the Lord came. Uh, and, and there's this light, right? And they were sore afraid is what the King James says. This was the visible presence of the eternal God. So this is the glory of God that first appeared in the bush before uh, uh, the burning bush with Moses. And then the pillar of fire and cloud in the desert. And then in the tabernacle in the temple. So it's not like this has been a common occurrence. And he appeared to Shepherds, the glory of God will come upon anyone that will that will seek him, that will hear him, hear his call. And the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings. Thank you, God, for Mm -hmm. good tidings. We need good tidings in this world. We need good tidings in our nation. We need to be the bearer of good and glad tidings. We need to preach the good news of the gospel, guys. Good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. See, he was born both the king and priest. He was born the Savior and the king. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. You know, that was something to watch. Hallelujah. (laughs) And to hear. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So all these angels came. And as shepherds could see them, they could hear them. The angels were praising God for sending the Redeemer. (laughs) <laughs> and here's these these shepherds out there with their flocks out in the field, these lowly shepherds. And they're saying glory to God. He is the only one worthy of glory, the only one worthy of honor. And on earth, peace, peace. Lord, we need peace right now. Oh, Father, mm. glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among men with whom he is well pleased, men of goodwill of his favor. So God, and listen, as we take this out, God is speaking to you and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth or on you, where you're at, peace. He's speaking where you're at, peace and goodwill, not a bad will, not to do you harm, not to do you evil, not to shove you when you're already down, not to step up on you, but he's saying, uh, goodwill. I have a good will for you. I have a good will and purpose and plan. Jeremiah 29, 11. Uh, peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, safety in your mind, your body, and your estate. That's your finances and everything, all your properties, everything like that. He's saying goodwill, glad tidings, be of great peace, be of, be of great joy. Uh, and he's saying glory to God. I mean, the angels were saying glory to God in the highest. 
peace, goodwill toward men. I pray for you right now that uh, you would right now receive and even feel the manifested presence, that you become aware of the manifested presence of God and the Holy Spirit, the glory of God upon you right now, that the light would shine upon your darkness and that you would hear that word saying, fear not, and that he, that you would hear right now the glad tidings of peace and, and God's good will for you because it's the truth. It's the truth. So, Father, I pray that you give them a heart to receive it and faith to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, call our prayer line, 866-241-0579, so that uh, the, our anointed trained prayer ministers will pray for you. Also, you can go to our website, lureda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. I cannot even tell you how many uh, previous radio broadcasts we have on there free for you, how many previous uh, Be Free TV programs that airs on Impact Christian Network that are there for you to minister to you. And if you would like to give to help preach the gospel with us and to receive your portion of the reward and to have that same anointing upon you, I believe, because you're helping us preach, you can give there as well at Lureda.org. Love you guys, and I will see you next week. Merry Christmas.